Moving forward, listeners, welcome. I'm kicking off a new mini-series. This is episode 372. I've got a very special guest, Don O'Connor, with me. And just to give a little background, this series is going to focus specifically on writers. You can find it under a writing series or writing community. And what my goal is with this series is I'm going to be interviewing authors like Don from many different backgrounds, parts of the world, across different genres. And uh, what's exciting is that with this series, I'm doing video with audio, depending on the author's preference. So some of these interviews, you're going to get the video with that, which will be released on social media the day before. For my regular listeners, these episodes stream uh, every Thursday uh, at 6 a.m. Eastern time. And this one will release on February 17th, which is the air date. But if you want the sneak preview, you know, head over to our social media and then you can you can see Don and I talking about his, his great book and his experiences. So uh, Don, welcome. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 372. Well, thank you so much for the invite, John. I'm really looking forward to this interview. Absolutely. I want to give our listeners a little background. Um, as I've shared with you, and I, I talked about briefly last week uh, when I was previewing this series, uh, I basically have two rules for this. Uh, I, I want to invite people that I've connected and interacted with on social media. Uh, I love your tweets. Uh, I'm an early riser. It's, a, it's, a, it's something that I've incorporated into my life over the past year, getting up very early in the morning. And when I hop on Twitter, you're one of the first people I see. And you're always sharing humorous content, informative content, inspirational content. And so you're kind of like a regular part of that morning routine when I, when I get onto social media. And, and just from the little interactions we've had, I can tell you have a really interesting story. So it's one of the reasons why I wanted you on the show today. And you have a shirt, which is great branding for your book and a really interesting title, Failing Spectacularly. So let's talk about you, Don. Uh, tell us a little bit about who you are and, and what you do and, and where you're located. Well, I'm first located in Ottawa, Canada. I am a boomer. So I'm <laughs> of that age. Although I never feel it, yeah, I rarely act it, and I think that's what's important. About myself, I've worked for about 40 years, mostly in hospitality and retail, both in uh, management, executive positions, frontline. I'm very familiar with that. And over those years, I would take experiences that happened at work or within my personal life and write about them. Wow. And I would keep a binder filled with these stories. I had 25 years of stories sitting in a binder here. And I've often wondered, should I write a book? Should like, how, how, what do I do with this stuff? So uh, my wife was kind enough uh, here. She says, well, look, why don't you just start by telling people at family gatherings, pull out the binder, read a couple of your stories. They'll be good for a laugh. And well, that's what happened. And uh, it was very well received. I was quite shocked and pleased at the same time. But then I joined Toastmasters. Okay. And I became club president here at one of the Ottawa clubs. And that changed things a little bit for me. And for our listeners who may not be familiar with Toastmasters, can you share a little bit of what the group is and what it's about? It's a, a, a call it a platform, if you will. It's a foundation where they teach you how to speak in public. But mm. that's it's more than that now. It's, it's more as well as to how to become a leader. 
yeah. a leader at work, in your community, in your family. And it's so the structure's changed a little bit over the years, but it's to encourage you, and they're very good at supporting people, to get out there and just get on stage. Oh, I love Break it. Break the ice, tell your story, get the support, but then you get the, well, this is how you can make it a little better next time. Yeah. And a lot of people should look at doing that, well, <laughs> even well, Donna, for a year. <laughs> you're hitting on two big things here. Number one, one of the biggest fears of people uh, around the world is public speaking. And one of the, the biggest ambitions is to write a book. And I love the kind of this convergence of the two. Let's actually mm -hmm. talk about your book. You have it on your shirt. Uh, it's one of the things that really piqued my interest. Talk about, first of all, I, I, I want to hear about this binder. Uh, what was your goal with documenting these stories? The first goal that, I, that I've always wanted to do is entertain. Mm. And make people smile. You know what I'm like on yeah. Twitter in the morning, right? You just try to crack a joke, tell a funny story some sort of incident in the past, just, just to put that smile or share something that I, that I see online. And just to put that smile on somebody's face, make their day at least start a little bit better than maybe it would have. So these stories turned out to be the same way, but they're also uh, learning lessons. And uh, it, it, to me, anyways, it was also a case of this experience happened to me. This is what I did. This is how it turned out. Maybe I could have done things a little differently. Maybe I could have done them a little better. But in many instances, they're funny. Yeah. So I, I decided to share them with, with people. And Toastmasters actually prompted me to do that. I love the convergence of the two. So let's talk about your book. Uh, do you have a copy of it with you? I know you have it on your shirt. It's failing spectacularly. I love the cover photo. And we have that on the write-up on the website. Talk about the title. Where did you come up with the title? Was this before you started uh, compiling these stories into a book or did this come later in the process? It was actually one of the stories in the book. And that was not its original title. I had years ago, for some unknown reason, I had this wish to attempt stand-up comedy. Hmm. So I went to a Yuck Yucks uh, comedy club here. And I had at work, I worked for Bell Canada. And I, at that time, I would crack the jokes to my friends at work. You know, mm -hmm. does, does this sound good? Should I, is the, how's the delivery? Do I look right? Like, and I went through this whole process. I rehearsed them for weeks at work at lunchtime, trying to hone my three-minute gig. The night comes along, I'm a nervous wreck. I'm sitting, I, I was so new at it. I'm sitting with my friends out in the audience, not knowing I'm supposed to be in a green room in the back with the rest of the acts for that evening. Rookie, 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 rookie. Had no idea what I was doing. I get announced, I, get, I come up on the stage, best three minutes of my life. <laughs> it went so well. They asked me to stay after all the other acts were done. Wow. And I spoke for another 25 minutes. I was floored at how well it 
was I was responded to. I was I was flattered, absolutely flattered. So, of course, I'm thinking, oh, I'm a hit, no problem. So I contact the general manager of the establishment once again, and for six months I hound him to let me do it again. I want to get up on stage again. That was great. This is what I can do for you. However, in the meantime, uh, my personal life was running into serious problems mm-hmm. with marriage and work and it was a lot of stress, a lot of stress. So I did not rehearse anything. I did not write any new material. I didn't study the audience as you're supposed to do. Now this was before my days at Toastmasters. So Toastmasters really picked up on a few things. So I went in unprepared But because I was committed to do this second gig, I went. Mm -hmm. Horrible. Mm. Longest, worst three minutes of my life. I could hardly wait to get off the stage. Uh, I literally ran to the washroom. I was so upset. I was, I was, I'm sure I was crying. Mm. Well, the general manager storms into into the men's washroom and he's yelling at me. You are banned from this comedy club forever. Oh. (laughs) So, you know, in that instance, I went from the highs of how successful things can go with preparation to the absolute lows when you don't prepare. And I wanted people to understand the importance of preparation. Sure. And, you know, there are going to be things in your life that will interfere, but you have to overcome that. Yeah. And so when Toastmasters came along, I really wanted to do this story as a speech. So I, I, I reworded it and called it Failing Spectacularly. Because on the second try, I failed spectacularly. And well, I wanted Don, to show I, you can recover I got to ask it. you, because I, I'm just in awe here. Because first of all, an experience like that, especially having had the, the lead up be so positive. And then when, mm. when you go live, it doesn't go well. I mean, that to put it mildly, most people, I would say, and, and maybe myself included, most people would want to just forget about that, just put it in a drawer, never look at it. But you went ahead and not only documented it for Toastmasters, but as a story in your book. And and I I really want to understand this because that is something that I think a lot of people are terrified to do, to talk about failure. Uh, whether it's perceived or actual, you know, that's debatable, but did you know that you wanted to share this story or did you have a, did it take a while for you to get there? Was there a part of you that was hesitant to even revisit this? No, I, I, I wasn't hesitant to, to revisit it. It's, it's, uh, and again, this may fall back on, on Toastmaster encouraging you to address such issues. But I always had the incident. People need to know that failure is part of life. Yeah. It's, it's that simple. And you have to learn how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Bad things are going to happen. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to not practice when you should have. You, you know, the, it, stuff happens, you know. Things happen in your life that interfere sure. with other things you want to do. It's how you react to it how you think about it, how you can overcome them. And it's, it's just having that confidence and that will 
to do it. And you know what? You laugh about it after. It's just, you know what happens. Sure. Well, let's talk about, I mean, sharing this on stage. So from there, where did the, the transition come to writing this down, documenting it, and then putting it in as part of a book? Well, I've always said I wanted to be a writer. That's okay. That, probably, that's one of my that's one of my big questions. Did you? It was yeah. writing a book. When uh, I was in high school, books. I was I wanted to be a journalist. That's mm. all there was to it. My my favorite subject was English, especially when it came to writing. I would write. I wrote short stories all through high school, and through most of university. Uh, when I was working at Bell Canada, the uh, the office I worked at was an inbound call center. And I felt we were lacking information from head office. I, 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 there was just something was lacking. So I took it upon myself to start a newsletter. And so I wrote, created, edited, and delivered my newsletter. That led into doing a presentation in front of a group of telephone company leaders across Canada as to how to introduce a new program called Personal Plan for Success, whereby we can take uh, employees who may feel they don't fit in mm -hmm. and say, well, there's other opportunities here at the company. Why don't we redirect you in that? Don't, don't give up so quick. And so the idea was to keep retain your employees because at the time the company was letting go so many and it was just like all is not lost so we can do this so i wrote about that and i did those presentations so i've always had this thing in the back of my mind of of writing and i've been writing it for years so finally when i got with toastmasters and i presented this story and by the way many of them did not like the title doesn't really make interesting sense. And i said well it makes sense to me <laughs> So uh, I was encouraged. I kept saying, you know, I really maybe should write this book. Well, thankfully, my wife encouraged me to do it. Uh, a lot of the people at, at Toastmasters did. A lot of my friends did. So it's not a it's not a big book. I made it so that the stories were short mm -hmm. and you could read them on your coffee break. And it was, as it was the, meant uh, to as make the cover your, your day a little bit brighter. Yes. Yes. Drink Drink your coffee and enjoy the book. I love that story. And I love hearing about the the origins of this so i want to ask you just it, it's one thing to talk about you know the story were there any challenges in putting that story and these other stories down on paper and and, and what was what were some of the challenges maybe one or two that you faced when writing the book editors and feedback ah <laughs> <laughs> i mean what i may think is a pulitzer prize piece of work uh, no. And, and I had to, that, what I really struggled with when I put the stories together and I, and again, part of it was choosing the ones I wanted to use sure. for the first book. I have a second one coming out in the spring, but for the first book, however, I had to respect the opinions of others. And that's part of my creative process. I have a hard time dealing with sometimes mm -hmm. because the stories are personal. Um, they happened to me. I was there. And, and yet they'd say, well, you know, you can't quite say it that way. It should look this way because they're thinking this instead and you're thinking that instead. So I really had to keep my mouth closed, open my ears and listen to the sound advice I was getting. 
And, and that was probably the most difficult part for me was listening to the feedback, trying to understand it, going back and forth uh, with them and into trying to improve uh, my story writing ability. I still go through that. It's yeah. just, it kills me. <laughs> well, it's interesting. I've always said that, you know, it's one thing you have a book, you have an author on, on the cover, but there's so many people behind oh, yeah. the scenes that, that help uh, bring it together. So I'd love to ask you, Don, we have listeners, many of whom may be writing that first book. They may be writing about their failing spectacularly story. And they may, it may either be in a binder, it may be in their head. And, you know, what advice do you have? Uh, do you have anything that's maybe uh, practical or mindset in getting through and making sure that you accomplish that goal of getting that book done and getting it out there? I'll give you a hint. <laughs> Love it. And for, for our audio listeners, Don just held up a book called uh, Start With Why. So share a little bit of why you shared that uh, with, with our listeners today. It's a fascinating book on the reasons, and again, it, it's, it's about inspirational leadership. It's okay to know the what, it's okay to know the how, it's the why. Yeah. Why do you do what you do? Why do you want to do what you want to do? And that is a very important question to ask. And that's what I had to do, my, do myself. I said, why do I even want to do this? Because I like make people happy. Mm. I like put people in a good mood. I like trying to put a smile on their face. And if they can learn something at the same time, bonus. Love so it. you got to kind of have that reason in your head. Why do I want to put myself through this process? And it is a process. The thing I didn't do was look for a publisher. I self-publish. Okay. And, and I chose to do it through Amazon this first time around. That was a learning experience in itself mm -hmm. with formatting and I, 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 like I, that's just not my forte. I'm the creative guy. I write mm -hmm. the thing, but trying to put it all together so that it fits on certain screens. And if you're going to print the book, it's got to be in this format mm -hmm. instead. That was the learning curve. And I would suggest as I'm done with this second book is maybe look outside myself to go get help. <laughs> Get that expert advice. who's a little bit better at this and a little bit faster and, and look for that support system uh, in, in terms of the backend management. Right. Of the two, two big gems that you're sharing today. Know your why, which I think is always important for any endeavor and seek help. There are people who, uh, who have skill sets and experience that you can draw on, whether you're traditionally or self-publishing. I, I love it. Don, um, we're going to wrap this up. I absolutely love sure. this conversation. Where can our listeners find you? Well, I'm on Twitter, as you know, at Donio Speaks. Uh, that's probably the best place to find me. The book is available on Amazon.com, .ca, .co UK, worldwide. Awesome. Uh, you can also find my photos if you're interested in that too on uh, Fine Art America, as I awesome. have a site up there as well. We'll have that linked in the write-up. And Don, remind our listeners the name of your book one more time. Failing Spectacularly. Awesome. Be brave. <laughs> I love it. All right. And uh, Don, uh, anything else you want to mention about Failing Spectacularly? There's something in particular that you mentioned on social media that I really want you to uh, let our listeners know about. 
Thank you. Well, one thing I, I it's, it's about giving back. And in this particular case, the, the charity I chose to uh, offer a portion of proceeds of each book is the Alzheimer's Society of Canada. And each sale goes, gets $2 donated to them. So my goal is to raise as much as humanly possible as I can for them. Because when you're getting to be my age, you start thinking about things like Alzheimer's mm. and dementia. And it's, you know, it, it's touched my family personally. So it's, uh, it's, it's near and dear to my heart. Well, wonderful. And uh, I'm so glad you shared that with us. And moving forward, listeners, I'll have links to the book in the write-up. Uh, moving forward, listeners, this is the first of our writing series. I, I absolutely love this, Don. Thank you so much for joining us today, sharing your insights, your story, and your experience with our listeners today. Well, thank you, John. Really appreciate it. You can find the write-up for today's episode at bemovingforward.com. The views expressed by any featured guests are not necessarily those of the host, the program, or affiliates. Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and bemovingforward.com. All rights reserved.